Ring, ring! It's episode 30 of Journey Doses. Congrats. You're here. 3-0. Cool. What are we uh, going to talk about today, my lovely Ash dear? We're going to talk about some facets of relationships. Interesting. Any particular part of a relationship? The difference between codependency and autonomy. Mm. <laughs> what does this mean? I don't know. You tell me. Um, okay, so, well, codependency can be applied to any sort of relationship, obviously. You could be codependent with a family member, with a partner, um, with a child, a lot of different kinds of relationships you could be codependent with, which essentially means um, there's a part of you that is reliant upon what that relationship brings you, right? So let's say um, I'm incapable of paying bills. I'm, I just can't do it. And I rely upon Ashley to pay my bills for me. I'm codependent in a financial way to what Ashley provides for me. Does that sound pretty fair? Yeah, give another example for funsies. Um, sure. So this is a, a difficult one because sex is interesting, right? <laughs> sex is interesting. That's one way to put it. <laughs> yeah. So um, if I can't fulfill my sexual needs on my own and I rely upon my partner to do so for me, I am codependent on the physicality that she provides me. Um, and, and that's tricky, right? Because sex is sex, but what we're really talking about is sensual pleasure here that could be performed by self or another. Most of us are looking for it outwardly, but we have to be able to give it to us ourselves first and we could totally talk about what autonomy is sexually and what autonomy is uh we can socially do- like it could be applied to a lot of different things yeah you can make the same examples on the ver- ver- reverse side of autonomy but i want to add one other example or category that i think codependency shows up a lot in in relationships is like with your romantic relationships we can tend to make our partner our parent and we grow up as kids sort of codependent on our parents. Like, I don't really know, like, as a child, how can you not? Like, how can you not be codependent? How can you yeah. not kind of rely on your parent? And then you get to adulthood and we're just raised in a way where, like, we 
rely on someone else. We rely on a parent. So we make mm. our partner a parent figure. And I think codependency shows up quite a lot in that way for people as well. Yeah, that's a really good point. I like that a lot. And you're totally right. We do need our parents as children. Like, that's especially like humans. Humans are like the most codependent infant in the world. Like, we need our parents for the longest, and we need the most care from our parents right off the bat, which makes us very vulnerable children. And maybe autonomy, which I haven't described yet, uh, which I'll do now, but maybe autonomy is not acquired because there's no process of um, going away from our parents these days. Like there's no rite of passage of becoming an autonomous adult anymore. And that's where rites of passage and just becoming an adult in a lot of tribal cultures is much more ritualized. So maybe that's one of the mechanisms of not finding autonomy as an adult. But what is autonomy? You have an idea? Um, relying on yourself. <laughs> Boom! Boom shakalaka. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to me, autonomy is the... Self-sufficient. Yeah, the ability to, to be in the world on your own and actually thrive in it. Yeah, and I think there's an imp- uh, an important distinction here. Like, when I first said self-sufficient, I think there tends to be this idea, especially for women nowadays, it's like, I don't need you, I don't need a man, I can do it myself. So from that perspective of thought, you know, we were like, we're self-sufficient, I don't need you. But it's not a matter of... Autonomy, I don't think, is coming from a place where I'm saying whether I need someone else or not. It's coming from the place of how can I serve myself? How can I fill up my own cup? How can I... Yeah. It's it's more so, and actually what I'd say is it's more so, in my opinion, just coming back to the realization that I am me like I am just me and I live in my head and this space is for me and everything around me is outside of me and like how do I remind myself that like I am an autonomous figure or element in this world like yeah I'm getting a little out there but yeah I mean it it (laughs) is important to have the skill set to take care of yourself but it's also important to be able to ask for help too there's a, a fine balance between receiving assistance and care and having some of your needs met by somebody else, but also working or trying your best to have those needs met on your own too. Yeah. That's exactly what this conversation is about. Oh, this is so good because, you know, you and I have talked many times about this idea of like, I'll, I'll, since, I, since I'm talking, I'll talk from my perspective. Please. <laughs> Um, I have always struggled with you on getting on, onto this agreeance of like, I understand that my experiences are for me and that I am responsible for my experiences and my choices and I'm responsible for the way I react and feel and that in those senses, there's nothing you can do for me. You can't fix any of those things or or really impact any of those things. Ultimately, it's for me. But when you become a partnership, and this, again, you can probably apply this to other types of relationships, but of course, this is a romantic partnership. So when you become a partnership, you're a union, you're 
you are saying you're going to do life side by side, and that means you're going to be sort of affecting each other's energy and existence and experiences. So what's the fine line of... No, no, no. Let me me finish the point, though. You know, you know, because we talk about this. (laughs) The people listening don't. I think I know. (laughs) What's that fine line of, like, I can do things for me, and can I ask you for help in this thing? So, for example, like, I am constantly... (laughs) Let's make let's make an example. I would prefer that you clean the dishes at the end of the night every night, right? If that's your responsibility, that you do it. And you're not doing it. Well, that's for me to decide how can I find my own resolve? How can I find my own peace? How can I impact the way I feel on my own terms and my autonomous nature? But then we're a union, we're a partnership. How can I come to you and say, hey, I'm I'm going to work on my needs here and how I can meet them for myself, but also we're a partnership, we're ex- we're, we are affecting each other's experiences and environment. How can you help me in getting to a place where this certain thing is accomplished? Maybe that's not the best example. Go ahead. I think the dirty line is expectation. I think when expectation arises within one individual, that is a pretty key indication of uh, codependency. Mm-hmm. Like you're looking and expecting that person to have something be done for you. Mm-hmm. And when you take it into expectation, you're no longer taking full responsibility for yourself in your own experience. Well, I agree with you for sure, but then why can't I say like, hey, I'm, I think that expectations aren't a bad thing when you vocalize them and you and the other entity involved in this expectation have made that agreement together. I'm not talking about agreements or not. That's different. I'm talking about an expectation that is not a, a, a contract or an agreement. Sure, if you haven't made an agreement. Okay, so if you have an expectation where that's not really reasonable because you haven't expressed it and you haven't yeah. gotten that, that uh, you know, signed off on the other party. Okay. Yeah, let's reel, reel it in a little bit. <clears throat> well, so, there's, yeah, so many tangents here. Codependency. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, so the main reason that Ashley and I wanted to, to talk about this is because we feel like we have a pretty good balance of it. <laughs> of course we feel that way. Like, you have no idea what's going on over here. But it's been interesting because her and I operate in a way where we actually like a lot of space with and from each other. Like, we have a very... Um, healthy way of going out on our own and enjoying our own time and space without each other. We also make our own decisions, not always asking for, air quotes, permission of making that decision. It doesn't mean we don't run things by each other based on what boundaries could be, but in a way, we are still fully our own selves. We are not our relationship first. I feel like that message is applicable to the idea of autonomy in terms of how we operate, but it feels like a totally different topic when you consider codependency. No, no, it's not. It's this co- codependency is one polarity of that spectrum, and autonomy is the other. Mm-hmm. It's the same spectrum mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> I think that you're, I just feel like what you're referencing is a specific thing. Are you referencing the idea of like, we want, we in our relationship try to acknowledge the cons, the idea that like we are individuals, rather, even though we are a partnership and we experience things together and we may have common goals and agreed goals. We also have us as individuals, and that's the autonomy piece. That's the recognition within our relationship that we we also remain as individual humans with different opinions, different ideas, different desires. Mm-hmm. That's what I feel like you're speaking to, and I think like an example of that in our relationship is this idea of like open relationship and giving each other the opportunity to explore more and and mm-hmm. not. And, and recognizing that you are your own individual and I want you to be able to explore what you want to explore in life. But when I yeah. think about that concept and with the idea of open, I don't see how codependency applies there, but that's what I'm saying. Well, I'll, I'll explain. So okay. l- using open relationship as an example of autonomy, obviously autonomy in the example of open relationship would be like she said, that I have the ability to explore. She has the ability to explore away from me. That means on her own. She's her own person doing her own exploration. And I support that. That's autonomous. And codependency in regards to open relationship would be not allowing it. (laughs) Codependence in that would be like, no, 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 no. You can't threaten my safety. I'm dependent on you for my safety. Okay. And you cannot do that. Yeah. Safety. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's what I mean. That's what codependence is is really creating a sense of safety. Yeah, and the reason why I, I I mean I just love this topic and I love how you and I are is because, like I said, I feel like we have that balance and I think that a lot of people see us from the outside looking in like oh they're they're kind of like maybe not as connected or maybe like they don't operate together as one all the time Mm. do you ever feel like that judgment i feel Um, like i've I've felt that judgment like i guess i haven't thought about it in that way but carry on okay i just think people get surprised when they see like um i don't know like how we do so many different things that are not related to we're not doing things together all the time like it's okay that we don't like all the same things Mm -hmm. that's another example just in general like with things that, you know, you and your relationship do or don't agree on. Like I said earlier, it could be applied to so many different things, but she has a bunch of interests that I don't give a fuck about. (laughs) And that is totally okay. Likewise. And if she wants to go, yeah, right? (laughs) And that's another, here's another example. I go to the gym all the time, right? I need my gym time. I need my space. And I actually need it away from her. And she supports that. She respects that. She knows I'm going to go to the gym. I love when you go to the gym because then I get my alone time too, doing what I want to do. That's exactly it. She gets to have her own space to to regenerate. And we don't need to do everything together, is basically the way we operate. Yes. Now, here's quite like a little challenge. Do you think we're codependent on each other? I was going to ask you that like two minutes ago. I was going to, when I was letting you finish your point, but I wanted to be like, do you think there's any way that we are codependent? I asked you first. Maybe I thought at first and you picked up on my wavelengths. Maybe. Hmm. Well, Uh, do I think there's any way that you and I are codependent? Yeah. Um,. Mm, 
I just think about how, which it's natural, like uh, most relationships tend to, you know, go in this direction. But like when you buy things together and you share things, like, you know, when I guess when I think about in what ways are we codependent, I think if we were ever to not be together, what would I be what would be the challenge there in that? What would be something that I'd have to be like, that would be really uncomfortable to what pull part, away from? What part of your lifestyle would be... Yeah, would be affected. And yeah. ideally, maybe you would be in a partnership where like, if you were to break up, you would be fine, right? That maybe that's the idea of like avoiding codependence and autonomy. It's like, it's no worries. Like if we don't work out, we can part ways and I'm totally good. You know, so that's Could be how... people listening to this saying like, oh, they're just preventing themselves from getting too close preventing themselves from getting too close what do you mean somebody could be saying like based on the distance and autonomy oh. we, we've claimed to have somebody on the outside looking in be like oh well you know they're just keeping their distance they're not fully enmeshing themselves out of fear of full commitment who cares about their judgment of us because oh, no I'm my point is devil's advocate for us uh, yes but also if any of them are thinking that and judging that that's for them of course. Yes, I know, of course, but... Just a, Of course, uh, for me, of course, for you, maybe not, of course, for the people listening. Sure, yeah. I mean, That's why we're here. But let me finish my question. You asked me, in mm-hmm, what ways do mm-hmm. I think we're codependent? I'm trying to answer that. Mm-hmm. Um, in order to answer that question, I think to myself, if I were to break up, if we were to break up, what ways would be challenging? And I just think about just the logistics of our life is the first... Maybe there's more, but I think about the logistics of, like, we have one car and it's the truck and it's both of ours and we have a home that we've paid for and it's the RV and it's both of ours and the cats are our children and like Shit. you know the, that what would we do so like I guess like I could be codependent on you in the sense that we've built this lifestyle together and if we were not together how would that that would be really challenging Mm -hmm. how would that how would that work like my the way that i've created this lifestyle for myself it it just wouldn't look the same but maybe that's reasonable yeah that's definitely like a logical pragmatic kind of can you challenge yourself to think of any ways that you think we might be codependent well i mean i agree with you on all those um Yeah, I'll take a different perspective on it. I think that I'm codependent in the identity I've created for myself as a partner to you. Mm-hmm. I am, I, I like, we've been partners for a while now. If we're not to be partners, then I am just alone. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that just the identity of being connected yeah. would be, like, my big thing. Like, ooh, I'm alone. And so the codependence there and this might not be the case for you no i see what you're saying it's like we we're just we're with each other every day like Mm -hmm. we experience life together like you kind of become reliant in a in an unconscious way of that day-to-day life experience although this is where i think we do have like i don't think it's that big of an issue for us because we do recognize and cherish and and seek out as much as possible those opportunities where we can be apart like mm-hmm. I, our classic joke is when I was Tyler just went say this yeah when Tyler oh, went no, to I was go say something else go well ahead. then you use yours I'll do mine yeah. when Tyler went to go on a Vipassana retreat which is this meditation retreat you did it <laughs> for the full 10 days you can't be on your phone I think maybe you were allowed to send one email um and so we couldn't talk for that long and first couple days are kind of like mm, wow you know 
or which way did it go? Maybe the first couple days are kind of like, oh, he's not next to me in bed, and that's kind of sad, and I feel kind of lonely, and who do I talk to? But then after a while, I'm like, I'm fine. Like, this is great. I'll do me. He'll do him. When we come back, we'll have a good time. And when you came back, you were all smiles. You were in a great mood. I was in a great mood. I was excited to see you. Distance really does make the heart grow fonder. And so now our joke is, you know, if we ever feel like we need that, I'm like, Tyler, you need to go Vipassanate. (laughs) Yeah. So what's your, which Uh, one are you thinking? Oh, we always joke about in our future about our oh. living situation. <laughs> having yeah. two houses? Yeah. Yeah. Having two houses or separate separate bedrooms or something like that. On the same property, having two houses, and it'd be so... I don't know if... I, this is a concept worth just quickly mentioning because I would love to have my own little bungalow. I don't need the huge house, but my own space where I I'll can decorate and design it however I want. I don't have to make any agreements with you. If I want pink polka dots on the wall, which I don't think I'd actually do, but if I want that... I don't need to ask you. I don't need your agreeance. I don't need you to compromise. I can, and also, if I want the place to be clean, if I want the place to be dirty, like it's all how I want it to be. And I never actually had that opportunity to truly live by myself as an adult. Me either, actually. Where I could truly do that. Yeah. And that's one thing I'm kind of like bummed about. I'm like, damn, I never really had that that year or years as a single where I was in my own studio getting to operate however I want. So I think it would be fun if we had property and we could build like our own separate little places. Yeah. You know, I think in, in the conversation around autonomy, what it's really about is about freedom. It's about freedom to be and do what you are, what you want to be, what your vision is. And what you don't want is anybody or anything to limit you in your life, I would say. And when somebody can support your freedom, when your partner or any relationship, any person can support your freedom and growth, I feel like you're just getting ready to disagree with me, but I'm I'm thinking about a different perspective. Yeah. So when somebody can support your freedom, um, it is such an empowering thing to receive from someone. It really makes you respect and appreciate them a lot. Like it isn't like that's something that I appreciate so much about you is your confidence to allow me to explore and be whatever I want to be because I've experienced the other end of the spectrum in previous relationships where you know can't think I feel like I can't think or share what I want to think or share I feel like I can't do things that I think I want to do and that is literally like somebody preventing me from from that freedom yeah I I agree with you and I just think as like a you know for curiosity and inquisitive purposes like when I think about autonomy is freedom I think when I think about freedom I think well when you think about freedom, what part of you might be considering that concept from a place of lack? Because I, I think if we went back and listened to the way you said it, you had some sort of word that was the opposite of freedom. Um, I don't remember what you said, but I'm. it just made me think like, okay, yeah, freedom, sure, great, but like, what's the intention behind it? Where is that coming from? If you're look, If you're looking to be autonomous in the way of, by the way of freedom, are you doing that from a place of, I don't feel like I am free. You know, I'm lacking freedom. And is that really the best way to move forward? And so the other concept that I was thinking with autonomy um, is this idea of like, we're born autonomous and we forget that we are. 
We're, we're not though. <laughs> Maybe in our no, no. I'm not talking. No. I'm not talking about being raised by parents because we already talked about that. I'm saying when we first come out of the womb, we. Uh, okay, and yes, I get it. Like biologically, we're fed by our mother, and we've got the tube and stuff like that. But I'm talking more spiritually. Spiritually, we are autonomous. Spiritually, we are our own element and entity, and and hmm. part of consciousness. I don't know if I agree with that. Well, I don't know if I agree with it either. It's just an idea. <laughs> okay. And I'm just I'm just suggesting that maybe we're born autonomous. We forget that we become codependent on our parents, on our partners, on our relationships, and then it's the process of returning back to. Yeah. Autonomy. So so. as we, (laughs) great. (laughs) Um, That's fine. As we come to the end of this conversation, what do you think are some questions that people can consider for themselves in any sort of relationship dynamic that they might be in to kind of ask themselves in what ways might I be codependent? In what ways might I be flourish with a little more autonomy? Like what are some good questions? Yeah. Ooh, yeah. I hope this triggers you, you people listening. You like to trigger people. I don't know what your problem is. So ask yourself this. How do you feel when your partner goes out with their friends without you? Or (laughs) how do you feel if you don't receive help from those you're currently receiving help from? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. For example, if somebody's helping you pay for something, like we, if, you, if your parent, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you're receiving that help, how does that feel to you? What What is that like? Are you expecting that help? And if you're not to get it, would you feel possibly abandoned or yeah. alone or yeah. scared and fearful? Because really, uh, well... There's a mechanism in that that we don't need to go into, but mm-hmm. that's ego stuff that we've kind of briefly brushed across before. Um, are there any thoughts that you have in regards to like questions that might be asked uh, to I, oneself? I think when I asked that question, I suggested a couple questions in it. You just gave a few. I think that's great. And I think I just like to leave people with like, okay, I understand the concept. Okay, here's some questions I can ask myself. And I can't help it. I am the kind of person where I'm like, I'm very solution oriented. I try to be self-aware of that and know that I don't always need to find a solution. But for anyone else out there that might feel sort of like left in the dust of this concept, like, okay, I've asked myself these questions. Like, what do I do? It's like, what Mm. would be, what would be some good? Oh, yeah. Uh, next steps or like if someone does say ooh yeah if this person was gone I wouldn't get that help that I'm needing anymore and that doesn't feel good what what would be something that they could consider doing for themselves well I'm glad you asked mm, great <laughs> because as you and I both know when we get triggered and that's what we're talking about here you're being triggered your safety is being triggered if your codependency is being threatened um to truly work through this, the answer is always to look inward, right? So what part of ourselves are we looking at that feels like it's being abandoned or threatened? So for example, if Ashley goes on a Vipassana retreat, she's gone for 10 days. I don't get to talk to her. I'm in the trailer here by myself. I'm alone. And I start to feel anxious in the evening because I know I'm going to bed without her. I'm cooking dinner on my own. I'm just going to go cry myself to sleep. (laughs) Maybe I can look within to see how old I feel. 
to question if the part of me that's being triggered is an old part of me within my subconscious that I haven't integrated yet. That's what all this inner child work is about. This all this shadow work is about. How does that sit with you? You don't you don't like the inner child very much, so. No. <laughs> I have no problem with the inner child. I I frequently you, learn from my inner child. I just have a hard time talking to my inner child. Oh, and that interesting. I thought, I've, I thought I've made that clear time. before. You have a good time talking to everybody but your inner child then. Let's talk about that on another episode of Journey Doses with Ash and Ty. Thanks, guys, for wait, tuning wait, wait, in. Wait, wait, wait. That's did, it. Did I round that out? Well, yeah, I feel did. good. I don't have anything else to add. You feel clear? I feel good about it. Cool. So, geez, just fucking diff, running away from these people. No, no, no. Them. I just felt... I don't think we're running away. I think yeah, I've I prompted some sure. great questions so that we don't run away. Okay, well, my friends that Is there are anything else that you feel like you need to say, Tyler? Uh, probably, yeah. Uh, clearly. I just want to to make sure mm-hmm. that what you heard was mm. when you're feeling threatened, when your partner or anybody leaves you, not feeling like you're being helped or acknowledged, acknowledge how old you're feeling in that. Maybe ask yourself if there was a moment or experience in your past that felt similar, you felt similar feelings, and then that awareness will start to heal that experience. It'll start to bring awareness and, and uh, clarity to why you're feeling that now. Mm-hmm. Or because why you're reacting it, certain ways. It's not actually about what's happening right now. It's about what happened to you in the past. Yep. Great. Cool. And on that note, Peace are you out. feeling good? Wait, let's plug ourselves. Oh, yeah. Look in the bio. We plug, always plug, put plug. our handle, Tyler Wayne Journeys, Ashley Nicole Journeys. Find us on the IG. Find us on the interwebs. I want to say that uh, everybody... You always sh- want to say more. Yeah. You're so I w- talkative. I want to say that everybody should be looking out for... Um, this Journey into Self course cohort that I'm going to be starting in uh, January, January 1st-ish. So that's going to be a a monthly thing. Um, I'm going to be having probably 10 to 15 members be a part of that. So if you're interested in, in keeping this kind of conversation going where we're challenging and growing together with a group of people that are like minded, then please reach out to me at Tyler Wayne Journeys on Instagram or tylerwaynejourneys at gmail.com. Okay, great. So since you've done that, I'll, I'll do a quick plug too. I've started to work with Beauty Counter to bring clean beauty in the form of skincare and cosmetics to my community. And if you're curious in finding ways to reduce your toxic load via these topical products, then reach out to me. There's going to be um, some new product and some holiday gift sets that are dropping in the coming week and so it's a great opportunity for you to explore uh, clean beauty for yourself or to give clean beauty for the holidays so reach out to me on ashley nicole journeys you can find a link to all that goodness in my bio thanks guys